In their own words, a collection of Mormon quotations has been a handy resource that details what Mormon leaders and manuals have taught regarding the doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Compiled by Mormonism Research Ministries' Bill McKeever, in their own words, has thousands of topical entries, and as a bonus, each copy includes a searchable CD version of the book. Order, in their own words, directly from Mormonism Research Ministry at mrm.org. Once again, that's mrm.org. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. What are six curious questions for the Christian evangelist? So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Aaron Shafawalaf, my colleague at MRM. It's one thing to learn about the differences between LDS or Latter-day Saint theology and the theology of the New Testament, but wouldn't it be better to be able to take some of that information, go out onto the streets, and actually talk to some of the people that are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? That certainly is one of the desires that we have here at MRM. And today we want to talk about what you call, Aaron, six reasons to ask curious questions. And of course, we have often stressed on this show and throughout our ministry that it's always best to ask questions rather than to accuse a Latter-day Saint of what they are supposed to believe, you might say, because we've learned through experience that many Latter-day Saints sometimes do not believe what their church teaches. They have their own kind of personal folklore. And many times when you ask an individual, where did you get that? You know, they'll say, well, that's just my personal belief. They don't seem to have any care whatsoever whether or not that belief really meshes with what the church is telling them. That's not really how Mormonism is supposed to work. You're supposed to believe as a member what the leadership wants you to believe. And of course, this is often stressed in conference messages held twice a year in downtown Salt Lake City. It's also stressed in their curriculum, their manuals, their magazines, and the, the writings of the LDS leadership. Uh, when they say these things, they're not saying them to be flippant. They're saying it because they want you to believe what they're telling you to believe. But that doesn't always happen. But Aaron, your six curious questions have more to do with us as Christians as we prepare to evangelize. Yeah, when I talk to teams that are visiting Utah or perhaps to a team at a church here in Utah about evangelism, I like to lay out six different modes of an evangelist or modes of communication just to help people see that there's a lot more to it than maybe we have assumed. And I have a, a fun acronym for it. It's a LDSCEQ, LDSCEQ, listening, declaring, sharing, correcting, encouraging, and questioning. So some of those have to do with the kind of uh, curious questioning, listening. Some of them are you, you offer something up for consideration. Sometimes you're pressing and declaring something. Um, and sometimes you're encouraging the existing work of God in a person that it's already been about. You're trying to be uh, helpful and encouraging. And sometimes 
you're questioning. You're, you're trying to draw something out. So I have six reasons why I think Christians should grow and mature in asking good questions in evangelism. Number one, there's pleasure in understanding. Uh, Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. So I, I'm here saying, even if it is more than your opinion, even if it is the truth of God, it is good in evangelism to take pleasure in getting to know another person, to really understand uh, what their background is and what their personal beliefs are. I, I, I want to take joy and play. It's not, it's not merely utilitarian. It's not merely useful. There's a Christian pleasure in a wise drawing out of a person. Number two, it is good to draw out the purpose of a man's heart. Proverbs 20 verse 5 says, The purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Talking to Latter-day Saints can be very difficult because we share terminology, but have very radically different meanings. So they can be very difficult conversations. So learning to ask really good questions and maybe draw out some of those serious concerns that a Latter-day Saint has about Christian theology, or maybe understanding some of the main reasons why they're drawn to distinctive LDS theology and uh, how they really think under the surface. When you scratch and you get underneath the surface, how do they really think about the Bible? Number three, asking questions is a natural expression of warmth and hospitality. So I, uh, there's a couple of verses here. Uh, Hebrews 13.2, we'll do that one. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. So just asking questions, even if you've got someone at your dinner table, it is just hospitable and kind to receive them and ask them where they're from and get to know them. So this is just a, a virtue of hospitality and warmth and helping people feel like you care about them. Number four, People are interesting. They are royal image bearers of God. Genesis 1.27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. That we are embodied representatives of the Most High God makes us quite interesting. God made us fitting for the task. Uh, some people talk about the image of God being in part functional. There's like, like a mission or a mandate or a duty embedded in it. Uh, but there's also the, the substance or essence of being in the image of God. What's the nature of man and, and woman? We are interesting people. We're, we're kingly and queenly creatures. Uh, the Chronicles of Narnia are a really good analogy for this, but we, we're very interesting people. And the Mormons are very interesting people. They have a history. They have an upbringing. Uh, I'd, lo I'd love to ask people, where'd you go to high school? Uh, have you gone on a mission? Uh, where did you go on your mission? Uh, what are some highlights from your mission? Yeah, what did you learn? Uh, what do you do for a living? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, do you have kids? You know, just anything to get to know people. And uh, number five, people are often more than they pretend to be. Proverbs thirteen seven: one pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Yet an another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. So just because someone presents themselves as something doesn't mean they are that thing. So by asking curious and probative questions, you might find out that the Latter-day Saint you're speaking to 
is a closeted agnostic, closeted progressive atheist, or you might find out that they're uh, they're kind of a a fringe-leaning enthusiast of some unauthorized teacher in the Mormon community has quaint ideas. Or I like to ask Mormons, who are your favorite Mormon authors? Who are your favorite Latter-day Saint teachers? Uh, what are some of the biggest influences outside of the, the official leadership? What, what do you enjoy reading uh, with regard to doctrine and theology and teaching in, in your community? That would certainly tell you a lot. And of course, most people listening to us who have not had a lot of experience in evangelism with Latter-day Saints or a lot of experience understanding that culture might not recognize some of those names. Now, you and I probably would recognize many of those names, but it would certainly tell you a lot of about where they lean. But can I ask you something else about that? Because by asking questions, you never know, like you say, we don't know who we're talking to until we ask these probative questions. But we don't realize, too, that there could very well be the individual we're talking to a person who has a lot of doubts. And you talk about putting on that false front. They might sound to you like they very much believe this and they're going to defend this. I know Jack Mormons, those who are still Mormons of record but really don't believe it. That's kind of how the term is used nowadays. They tend to do that. They be, they're very defensive, but yet they don't believe a lot of this stuff. They could have a lot of doubts about what they've learned about their faith. You could be the instrument to maybe bring that out and challenge some of those things to where giving them something to think about afterwards where hopefully they realize, if this isn't true, I don't want to believe it. I don't want to defend this. I don't want to be a part of this. Now, as Christians, we shouldn't take that lightly because for a Latter-day Saint to leave his faith He's going to be leaving a lot more than his faith. It could have dire consequences, family consequences, uh, work relationship consequences. We need to be sensitive about that. But we don't know where that individual is. They may appear to be very faithful, the, the true believing Mormon, the TBM, but that's how they portray themselves. But that may not be what they really are. And we don't know that unless we're asking some of these questions. Yeah. Lastly, I have one may be grieving beneath their courteous affability. So Proverbs fourteen thirteen, even in laughter, the heart may ache and the end of joy may be grief. I've heard over and over of LDS couples where, say, the man goes down the rabbit hole of research and becomes disillusioned with LDS teachings and leaders, and he Notice down the path of losing faith in the Mormon church, and perhaps, we'd, we'd prefer this, perhaps also uh, starts developing a relationship with Christ by rereading the New Testament with fresh eyes. And the husband will go to his spouse, his, his wife, and man, he's been going through a lot. He's, he's, he's torn up inside, but he's been keeping it together externally, and he divulges to his wife. Uh, how he's been thinking and reading through all this. And his wife says, I've been doing the same thing. <laughs> I've, I've had experiences like that. And and it's like they didn't know that because they don't talk about these right. things. You don't talk about your doubts to most people. I'm sure there's exceptions to that rule. 
but for the most part, I find they just don't do that. Uh, yeah, so by asking questions that probe and that are curious, uh, you might find out that a person who's presenting themselves as affable uh, and courteous, it, you know, they, they might have a grieving heart. They Perhaps they're already in transition. Perhaps they've got something going on. But I think this what this does is it equips us as, a, as Christians and perhaps evangelists have more effective conversations where we can share the truth and even declare the truth of the gospel to our neighbors. This may seem like a no-brainer, but what would you say to someone who's listening as to why they should make a concerted effort if they have, let's say, a friend who's a member of the LDS Church? Why, why should they be encouraged to do so? One, you've been commanded to bring the gospel to all the nations, to all peoples. Two, because we love our neighbor as ourself. If we were lost, knowing what we know now, if we were lost, we would want someone else to come to us and lovingly share the truth with us. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism. We hope you've enjoyed today's edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. But did you know you can also listen to past broadcasts at your convenience? Simply go to Mormonism Research Ministries' website at mrm.org. Again, that's mrm.org. And scroll down to the box that says, Listen to the Podcast. Click here, and you'll find links to past shows that cover a number of pertinent subjects. Feel free to download the shows to your favorite listening device, and by all means, please share them with your friends. Once again, that's mrm.org.